The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the first two verses of Sunday's Gospel reading from Matthew chapter 9, verses 9 and 10, where Matthew writes, As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, he told him. And Matthew got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. My dear friends in Christ, this incident took place in Capernaum in, in, during Jesus' Galilean ministry. Capernaum, that was a city that was on the Sea of Galilee. It was an important city as far as commerce and trade was concerned. And it was a great place really for, well, tax collectors to set up their tax booths to, to collect their taxes. Now, the way the Roman government worked back in those days is that they usually didn't get involved in the tax work themselves. What they did is they auctioned off the job of taxing to, to people who maybe you could call tax commissioners. And, and it kind of appears that Zacchaeus, you know, the wee little man who climbed the sycamore tree, well, it appears that he was one of those tax commissioners. And then those tax commissioners they sold off the right to collect taxes to the lowly, the local tax collectors or publicans as we know them in scriptures. And well, Matthew, he appears to be one of those local tax collectors or publicans. Those publicans, they were hated by the people though. Generally, they were Jewish people who had sold themselves to the Roman Empire. They were working for the Roman Empire. And oftentimes what was the case is, well, there probably were some honest tax collectors, but most of them, they overtaxed the people to get rich themselves. Well, news had reached the area Capernaum about Jesus and about the miracles that Jesus had performed down in Jerusalem, his preaching, his teaching. And maybe Matthew was someone who had heard Jesus or saw him perform miracles prior to the events in our text. Maybe this was the first time he saw him. We don't know that for sure. But whatever the case was is that somehow the Holy Spirit must have been working on Matthew's heart before he came to meet Jesus on this particular day. Well, our reading says, as Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, he told him, and Matthew got up and followed him. This was a call to Matthew to be one of Jesus' disciples. But more importantly, Jesus was saying to Matthew that he wanted him to be a believing child of God. He wanted him to be someone who knew about the grace and love of God, the forgiveness of sins. And we can just imagine the great burden that had to be 
taken off of Matthew with Jesus coming to him with this wonderful invitation that day. Matthew, as a tax collector, probably had to be someone who was a tough, mean old guy that was trying to, or young guy, who was trying to do his best of trying to get money from people. But as a tax collector, he was someone who was excluded from the synagogue. He was an outcast from his own people. And his sins probably weighed heavily on him because of not being able to go to the synagogue. His, his conscience had to trouble him. And now, would Jesus even care for a person like him? Imagine what it was like for Matthew on that particular day to hear Jesus say to him, follow me. Matthew might have been thinking, the people all hate me and rightfully so. I'm a tax collector. I've cheated them. I've taxed, overtaxed them. But here's Jesus and he wants me. This very well may have been the best day of Matthew's life. It's too bad that there wasn't someone there that day that had his cell phone camera to be able to take a picture of, of Matthew as, as Jesus called him because, well, what our text just simply says is this, and Matthew got up and followed him. But I picture Matthew jumping up and being all joyful and giddy and exclaiming, Jesus wants me, a tax collector, to follow him. So through everything that was happening there that day, Jesus was saying to Matthew, I want you, you are forgiven. But he was also saying more than you are forgiven and you are a child of God. He was saying, I want you to be one of my servants. I want you to be one of my disciples who will go into the world and preach the gospel to the world. And actually, Matthew shows that he understood that because, well, what he did is he invited Jesus into his home and what he also did is he invited his friends, other tax collectors and sinners into his home. He invited them so that they could hear from Jesus. And now, well, he invited the tax collectors, the sinners. It's true that everyone here in this earth has missed the mark as far as God's will is concerned, that we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But hear the word sinner. It has this connotation of being a, a social reprobate. And the people that he's talking about here, it could have been prostitutes, thieves, criminals, and what Matthew was doing is he was bringing these people to Jesus who knew that they were sinners so that Jesus could then say to them, follow me, you are forgiven and a child of God. And well, Jesus' message to them would have worked on, well, hopefully all of their hearts so that they would have said, oh, this is great and God help me to fight against the sin that's in my life. Jesus was then calling also, not just Matthew, but he was calling those people that came, that Matthew invited. 
saying, follow me, you are forgiven a child of God. And, well, hopefully then those people would then go on out and find other sinners, other people, really, and with that same invitation, inviting them to Jesus to follow him and to know that they too were forgiven because of Jesus. So, well, Jesus really doesn't just say, follow me. What he says is, follow me, and then find more and more people to follow me. Why? Well, it's because Jesus has the greatest news ever. Greater news than a cure or vaccine for COVID-19. Greater news than a then the answer for all of the social woes that our world is facing, the greatest news ever. In Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, we have the greatest news ever. You know, Jesus doesn't say, away from me, all you sinners. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. In the help, the strength, and the forgiveness that we have in Jesus. There we have the greatest medicine this world will ever know. And so Jesus says to us, follow me and keep on finding more and more people to follow me and enjoy my grace and love and forgiveness. Let's pray. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus, for wanting us sinners to follow you. Help us to realize that in you we have the world's best medicine and help us to share that medicine and your gracious gospel invitation to follow you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with you always. Amen. And just one note, a while ago I told you about the Emmaus, the Road to Emmaus, a video that our synod put out that teaches some valuable information about well, Jesus' teaching. Today maybe with this reading, with this reading in Jesus' words, follow me, there is another video from our synod called Come Follow Me that also has a beautiful message. If you're interested in that, please let me know. The Lord bless and keep you always.